Now, I'm reading today from the New Revised Standard Version. Thank you. Perfect. I'm reading today from the New Revised Standard Version, and um, uh, we, we're going to get to the same place if you're reading King James. Uh, some of the nuances and some of the translations in the King James are absolutely off. They're imperialistic. They are, uh, uh, they are colonialized interpretations. Um, and so I kind of refrain from reading that, especially when I'm talking to my folks. Uh, the New Revised Standard Version is a more accurate articulation of the Hebrew and Greek and Aramaic transliterations from the original text. So I want you to get the full potency of what God is saying in his word. Um, and so I'm not here to teach a Bible study or biblical studies lesson or a history lesson, but I just want you to know that we're all going to get to the same place together. Is that all right? Is that all right? Okay, good deal. Um, Psalm 133, beginning at the top. How very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down upon the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down over the collars of his robe. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there, somebody say there. For there the Lord ordained, King James commanded, his blessing life forevermore. It is like the oil that runs down the head, even now to the beard, Aaron's beard, down to the skirts or down to the collar of his robes, it is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded or has ordained his blessing. And here's what the blessing is life forevermore. Yeah, life forevermore. Uh, somebody say life forevermore. Uh, this is going to sound like a strange topic, but it coincides with the thematic for this week. Just look at somebody and say, I can't do this without you. Okay, find you somebody that's got a little pepper, a little seasoning on their voice. Y'all need to bring your sour, your lorries or your hot sauce or something and tell somebody, I cannot do this without you. Oh, yeah. yeah, I cannot do this. I cannot do this without you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Let's, let's see what God is going to say today. I cannot do this without you. Um, Bishop, every time I think about anniversary, we have one hours coming up in, in a few weeks in November. Um, and I've had the privilege of preaching quite a few anniversaries this year. I am fascinated with the particularities of God's intention with regards to how he begins to bring us together and what is his intention and purpose for that. And sometimes I think that we miss it. Because we are assuming that because we all come to church, we all have the same mind, the same heart, and the same intentions of God. And not only that, we think that we see each other like God sees us. And what I have found, it, found is, is that a lot of times we come in so with a, such an individualistic mindset. Yeah, I know we're here together, or we are in the same place, uh, but I don't know if all the time that we come in the same place that we are with one accord because there are some particular nuances that we have to deal with in order for us to be like that. That, that we have to, especially coming from my background. Now, I am, I, y'all know I'm Pentecostal. When, when, when we used to, not Pentecostal, but when we used to be holiness and sanctified. Um, there was this old, this whole mindset that uh, we had in a culture of of if if you're not you have to be clean enough to be a part of us. Don't do that. Yes, there was a particular mindset that it was holiness or hell. I mean, I'm in the right church. Uh, there was a particular, uh, you know, it, it was this whole thing about this, uh, this uh, deontology. It was the whole thing about your duty and responsibility to live a clean life. Uh, I've lived all clean all day. There is another day that the Lord has kept me, kept me from all evil with my mind, stayed on Jesus. And not only did we have that kind of piety and that religiosity, not only that, we would judge each other harshly. 
when we felt, not God, when we felt that your life wasn't measuring up to the standard of holiness that we thought that you should live. And I'm overwhelmed by your enthusiasm already. Uh, yeah, and, and so that produced a particular culture that, that we, we uh, a particular hierarchy and rank. And so we started thinking that other people were more righteous and more holy uh, than each uh, uh, the other one. And the ones that were struggling and the ones that, you know, we made particular uh, 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 theatrics. We, the, the teenage mother that was pregnant out of wedlock, we make her come before the church. And apologize. Yeah, I, I'm a, don't worry about it. I'm going to find you. Just sit right where you are. Uh, we, we make her apologize. And, and now we didn't do nothing to the dude. We made the girl apologize. Which reinforced the patriarchal misogynistic systems that we grew up in, right? And so, yeah, and then we sat her down. And, and, and of course, you couldn't come into church in, but any old kind of way. You had to have on a dress. You had to have on this. You had to, couldn't come in no makeup on. I grew up in that time. Yo, excuse me. Don't worry about my age. Worry about your own. And yeah, I grew up in a time where the women couldn't have no makeup on. Couldn't wear what they call ear bobs. They couldn't have none of that. On the front of the Bible was holy. On the back of the Bible it was nothing. Was holiness or nothing. All of that. I mean, we... we preach hell because everybody I'm talking about there were, everything was a spirit of bubblegum chewing spirit there was a walking spirit why y'all looking at me like that there was a talking too much spirit there's a you, you, all kind of spirits we made everything a spirit and it sectionalized us off why because you had the holy ones over here and you had the ones who were struggling over there and you had the one who was just trying to make it trying to make it trying to raise up this uh, live this standard of holiness feeling like they were all by themselves but all of us were trying to go to church together to create an atmosphere that God was going to answer. And, and, and can I say this to you? Because I really believe this. That was not God's intention. The intention of God is not that when you find somebody among you that's struggling or trying to do better for you to walk away from them or talk about how unholy they are. That is your ministry assignment that we are to take a journey together. Okay, let's try it again. I said we are to take a journey together because one of the first things that God says to us is not do holy. He said be holy because I'm holy. In other words, I want you to be before you do because I need you to identify with me before you get in any kind of legalism. Number one, because there's nothing you can do to get me to love you more than I love you right now. And I need you to understand whether somebody comes in and they're, uh, they're dealing with addiction, they're dealing with fornication if they come and give their life to the Lord we are duty bound to hold their hand and walk with them and not throw them away tell your neighbor don't you dare throw me away I don't get it right all the time I struggle sometimes I have issues sometimes I'm trying to figure out how to do what God called me to do the last thing I need you to do is to look down your sanctified nose and act like I'm going to hell no I'm not going to hell I just need some help Lord help me Grab somebody and tell them I'm not going to hell. I just need help. And this is why the honorable late uh, uh, Dr. James Cleveland wrote the song, Please Be Patient With Me. God is not through with me yet. Would you tell somebody on your road, say, neighbor, be patient with me. Because I don't have it all together yet. This is the problem with the church. And here it is. This church, we getting older. Okay, y'all sitting here looking at Listen, when I started coming here over 17 years ago, some of y'all had black hair. Some of y'all had your own hair. Yeah, but now you got wigs, you got weaves, you got dying all kinds of Because we getting older and if we keep up this behavior, it ain't going to be no winning church because this generation got some issues. And it got quiet, Pastor. Nobody want to say nothing. It got quiet. You can't be no winning church sending everybody to hell.
here was the issue that that the, one of the things I love church uh, that that that's my that was my cosmology that was my community I loved it all but I hated church because when you had people who had struggles had to hide a struggle in order to exist in the culture of the church that the church would not even willing to help them Lord have mercy they had to hide the fact that they were still cussing they had to hide the fact that they were still lying because as soon as somebody figured out that you were sinning they wouldn't help you they would send you to a burning hell and they would try to scare the hell out of you when they should have been trying to help you get closer to God grab somebody by you and say help me get closer to God Now I'm going to see what kind of church we got today, Bishop. I believe the transgender is going to get saved. Okay. I believe the drug addict going to get saved. I believe the fornicator going to get saved. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I believe the alcoholic going to get saved. Talk back to me in here. Winning church. I believe they're all going to get saved. Come, come, come closer. Come closer. But, but, but they won't be saved if you keep walking away from them through the process. This is what I love Jesus. Jesus, okay, okay, you believe in me? Yeah, but he might still come and still might have fingernail polish on. You got to walk with him. Oh, God, quiet. Say, because I'm going to find you. Yeah, that, that, that some days they might slip. Yeah, that alcoholic that might have a rough day at work don't mean he ain't saved. It just means he needs somebody to hold his hand and say, you can make it. Now watch this, comma, because what Paul tells us, such were some of you. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I'm, I, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Look at somebody and say, don't you look down on me because you struggle with the same thing. You don't cuss no more, but you was cussing since you've been. Y'all don't do that to me. Don't act like you. Don't do that. Because what God's intention is, is to build a house. And he tells Peter that these, this house is not the brick and mortar. It is made up of you and I, and we are lively stones. And I would expect you, this is why the Bible, we don't believe it. This is why they call them babes in Christ. They are babes. They are immature. They don't know. Hello, somebody. But they are in Christ. Come on. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And if you tell the truth, I just need a hundred of y'all to tell the truth in here. It might take you some time to let go some stuff. Y'all have mercy. It might take you some time to stop by Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brother, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the metamorphosis, by the renewing of your mind. It might take you some time to get your mind out of the club. It might take you some time to finally put them cigarettes down. It might take, oh, look at somebody say, take some time. It, oh, okay, can I get just a hundred of y'all to look at your name and say, it took me some time. Say, I think I'll find you. Yeah, it took me some time to stop cussing folk out when they made me mad. I love Jesus, and I get in here, I'm telling about Shandabai, but if they push me on that job, I got another combination from them, and it will not be glossolia. I got some th something for them. It takes you some time. And the worst thing I need is somebody, when I need somebody, sis, because I'm not measuring up to their standard, they walk away from me. You ain't holy enough to be at the winning church. If you believe in the efficacy and the effectiveness of the anointing on your man of God, you should let them stay. Because as he preached, they, got, they get delivered. So then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But how can they hear without a preacher? And why are you scared of what's on them anyway if you've been delivered? Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> and I got caught. 
pulling your purse close to you because you smell a little alcohol on them. And you're, oh, look, okay, all right. Getting on your text message. Child, listen, I, I know that smell. Well, how you know that smell? God sends sinners to a church with people that know how to sin. Rewind, push, play, back it up, go forward. I said God sends people to a church that knows about sin, how to sin, and know that God can deliver. And I just need about 50 of y'all to get real excited. How about your seat? If you got a witness that God will deliver. Y'all ain't opening your mouth. I need somebody to shout in here. Come on, talk to me. I say, God will deliver. Brick upon brick, lively stone. That means brick upon brick. Stone upon stone, God says, I'm building a spiritual house. And the word of God doesn't say, be holy because you holy. Cause, so I'm going to hurt some of y'all feeling, so you are not the standard. Oh, I made somebody mad, but you can't beat me. How about that? I said, you are not the standard. Would you help me pass a verbal text message down your road and tell your neighbor, you are not the standard. God is the standard. He says, be holy because I'm holy. Now, here's the revelation of the text when we read the Bible, that God will call you holy before you learn how to do holy. I got to get you to identify with holiness so that the internal conscious conviction on the inside of you would make you want to change your behavior. I'm not living up to what he called me to be. Because none of us came knowing how to do holy. So doing is not the standard. And my job now is to make sure that whoever is in the house, I am willing to take that journey with them. Just like Jesus did. Okay, okay. Y'all do know who he is. I said, just like Jesus did. That woman caught in the very act of adultery. I'm still mad about that text and I cannot wait to get the glory so I can ask about that text. I'm going to school. Y'all going to walk around heaven all day. No, I want to know some stuff. I ain't got time for that. Listen. How do you catch the woman in the very act of adultery and where's the dude? Talk back to the text, y'all. Ask the text where the dude is. Because she can't commit adultery if a dude ain't there. And the law says that the dude and the girl got to die. So where he at? Huh? That's why some of you need to understand what I'm saying today and taking the journey with each other because God lets you get away. Y'all ain't clapping hard enough. You, they got caught, but you got, okay, but you got away. Hello, some of you introduced folks to smoking reefer and drinking and God let you get out and they still stuck. You ought to thank God that you got away. Okay, see, I love y'all too. I need somebody else to give me a win. Myra, you need to thank God you got away. Point to your neighbor and say you think you need to praise God every day that you got away. Because it could have been another way. You should have been dead. You should have been in jail. You should have been strung out. You should have lost your mind. But you got away. Glory to God. Is there anybody in here that's excited that God allowed you to get away? Think about where you could have been. Waking up on somebody's floor. Looking in the trash can for food. Could have lost your mind. But by the mighty hand of God. He, all of your friends, he got you out. God, I feel a, my feet getting light. I got to move on now. Look at somebody say, out of everybody I was with, I was the one that got out. Oh, y'all ain't happy about that. Y'all acting like you're treating that like that's something else. No, no, no. How does God see you? God says, every one of them are still struggling right now, and you got out. 
Shout at somebody one more time. Say, I thank God I got out. I thank, I thank God I do not look like what I struggled with. And this is, Bishop, the foundational construct of unity. We can't afford to look down on nobody. Nobody. He tells Peter, Peter, Satan desired to have you that he might save you. He wanted you. Y'all, y'all, wait, 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 wait. When you see that word desire, it means want you bad. So much so that Peter asked me for you. Okay, come on, come on, come on. Peter asked me for you. Y'all still missed it. Listen, you, you, Peter, Satan recognized that you are mine. And he asked me for you. He said that he might sift you as we. Y'all, this is going to get. And here's what I'm going to do, though. I'm going to give you to him on loan. Because nowhere does Jesus say, I'm stopping it. He says, no, no, no. He says he wants you to sift you like we. And I think that's a good thing, Peter. Because you need that. You know why? Because your mouth and your attitude act like you can't understand when other people mess up. You're ready to kill everybody else for what they do until you get into something. He said, but here's the thing I'm going to do. I'm not going to, listen, I'm going to let them touch you, but I've already prayed. Lord, help mercy. Here is the context. He says, I'm going to pray that your faith don't fail you. I think the reason why a lot of y'all here today is because you got down to your faith and your faith didn't fail you. That's why you ain't strung out like they strung out because God put a faith on the inside of you. And he says, as a result of that, he says, and when you are converted, when you get back up on your feet, when you get your dance back, when you start raising your hands again, don't you dare look down on nobody else, but strengthen, strengthen your brother. Grab somebody and say, I am here to strengthen you, not throw you away. I know I might smell like Hennessy today. I know I might smell, come on, like loud. I know I might smell like a reefer today, but don't throw me away. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk to nobody. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I know I ain't perfect, but don't throw me away. Remember, you weren't always where you are. Be all in with me. Here's the here's issue. We want to be all in with God, but we don't want to be all in with each other. All right. Come on, Bishop. And when all in, you can't be all in with the head and not all in with the body. Y'all ain't got to, y'all ain't say you 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 can't pick and choose in the body who you want to be all in. But I'm all in with Jesus. I promise him and I that I serve him till I die. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Yeah, but sometimes that battlefield will lead you to fight for me. Watch this. Sometimes fighting for me is fighting for him. Yo, you didn't get none of that. You, no, 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 no. I said sometimes fighting for me is fighting for him. Why? Because you're proving to him that he is worthy in me. This is the foundational context of unity, especially when it comes to the church. That we all must come into the unity of the faith. That's why he says in Ephesians chapter number four, uh, some apostles, some prophets, some uh, evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. For the perfect. In other words, we got to grow up into this. Tell somebody, say this ain't natural for us. This ain't unity. Ain't, come on, y'all. Unity ain't natural for us. Okay, let's try it again. Unity ain't natural for us. There's got to be some level of growth and maturity. And watch this. And pressure to bring us together. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says, he says, uh, for, the, for the perfecting of the saints, for the, uh, for, the, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That the body has to grow up, sis. The body can't stay as an infant. The body can't say, well, you did that and you did that. And then that, mm, that's nasty. Mm, how they come like that? Mm, do you see he still got weave in his head? Mm, you got to, yeah, but. And they call, they call themselves saved. They call themselves, yes. Because I'm preparing you today for the next generation of the winning church that's getting ready to come in. And everybody ain't going to be like it was at CFC. There's going to be somebody that got Jesus but got struggles. 
Wait a minute. I've been, I've been prophesying to this church for the, almost the last seven years of a great revival that's getting ready to hit middle Georgia. And I'm telling you right now, we're almost at that peak essence. And you got to make room for somebody that ain't like you on your road. Y'all, yeah. I know you got your St. John and your Leslie Fan, your three-piece suit. But there are going to be people that need what is in here that doesn't look like how you look. Their journeys... Have messed them up. And yet God says you're mine. Can I pause right here? I'm glad God don't throw us away easy. Because we can be a trip. Okay. But this is the foundational context of unity. Can you. Can you. Stay with me. Even when I'm not what you want me to be. Uh, can, can, can you help me grow into my maturity? Uh, uh, can, can you hold my hand and don't leave me and, and help me to be accountable to what I say I am? I, you say you saved? Yes. You sure you saved? Yes. Let's take this journey together. Can you hold my hand through my hell? In my hardest moments, can you pray with me when you see me struggling? Or are you going to text and gossip about me? Or are you going to look to the other, uh, other way and act like I don't belong to the winning church? Or, or, or are you going to say, yeah, I know they're struggling, but they belong to us. I know they ain't got it all together, but that's still mine. Y'all, hello. And the pastor ain't the only one that's supposed to do that. He's not the only one that's supposed to leave the 99 and go after the one. It's supposed to be all of us. Would you come after me if you see that I'm disconnected? If you see something pulling me away from God, will you chase after me? And remind me who I am in God. Or will you just look at me struggle and backslide? Or will you come and reach your hand out and say, hey, 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 my cup runner over. Can you have, you can have some of mine. Don't worry about it. I know you're struggling, but I ain't going to throw you away. I'm going to love you back into this. I'm going to love you through this process. I'm going to love you through this issue. I'm going to love you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to walk with you. And this is what God says is unity. It is from that context, my brother, where the text opens up. Oh, how good. Don't miss it. And how pleasant it is for brethren to live together in unity. In unity. I remember the first time I had a person come up to me in church and say, I was struggling, Bishop. I was struggling. I was a bishop by then. I was struggling, but I was afraid to come to you. I was afraid to come to church. I said, why? Because I was scared you're going to throw me away. I was scared you're going to judge me. My heart broke. It was painful to hear because that's never been my heart. Because I know growing up in that, how many people left the church, that little sanctified church, they shouted and danced, but we're like, they never taught us how to live. They just said live right, but never taught us what that looked like. They never taught us what that looked like. She said, I was like, no, absolutely, come. This transvestite met me. I was getting some barbecue, uh, and I shouldn't have been getting it, but I guess God led me to where, to where I was supposed to get. And said, I, he said, I really want to come to your church. Look, look, woman, the city knows who he is. I, said, I really want to come to your church. He said, but do you accept people like me? He said, Bishop, I love the Lord. I said, that's all I need to know. He said, wait, but, but do, would you accept people like me? I said, what's people like you? What's people like you? You know, Bishop. No, I said, okay. I said, I'm inviting you to come. And when you come, I want you to come walk up and hug me. Because all I need you to do is get in the house. If you can get them under the word. And if you can get you 50 people that don't care what he come with. 
If he come with his purse, if he come with his perm, I don't care what you come up with his eye makeup, just get in the house. Tell somebody, all we need you to do is get under the house. Get in the house, get under the truth, because truth will make him free. Y'all not talking to me, and ye shall know the truth. We were in Nashville, North Carolina earlier this year, and I was just teaching on being an identity. And uh, I was teaching on being an identity, the difference between being an identity, that God makes us being, is him we live, we move, and have our being. And identity is what our environment fashions uh, in the identity, right? And so God can make you to be something that you don't identify with. <laughs> And I'm teaching, I'm teaching, and I'm teaching. I'm not bashing the transgender, wasn't bashing no homosexual, none of that. I was just teaching on being and identity. Well, I didn't know that there was a couple in there that was married. I had a same-sex couple that was married. The pastor told me afterwards. He's like, and they stood up the whole time you were teaching with their mouth open. This man ain't going to send us to hell? No. God ain't sent me to hell for what I did. If he ain't sent you to hell for your gossiping, I promise you a lot of folks ain't going to hell. Because the Bible says one, one of the seven things God hates and thinks of the abomination is sowing seed of discord among the brethren. And a proud look. Y'all, oh, I got quiet now. You got that Crisco fried clap. No, I need you to clap if you're going to clap. Clap your hands. She called me back. The pastor called me back and said, Bishop, I just, I'm calling you to let you know that, you know, that same-sex couple that, that you, 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 when you were preaching, they decided to get a divorce. They came to my office and said, I cannot, we cannot do this anymore because the truth that that man of God just preached convicted us. And, and she said, and I'm grateful, she said, because I was getting ready to put them out to say our church don't stand for this. She said, but God sent you with truth y'all not hearing me see I'm trying to tell y'all and get y'all ready for what God is really about to do that God is going to send some people and you need to keep it inviting them and let them be a part because when the man of God get up with truth he's going to set them free God's going to set them free God says this is the foundation of unity that, that all of us are on a journey. Look at somebody say, all of us are on a journey. All of us. All of us are on a journey. All of us are on a journey. And, and to tell you the truth, we try, we tried and, you know, we strive to live right, but we didn't get it all right. No, we didn't. We didn't get it all right the first time. Huh? Come on here. Huh? Every day got sweeter. But some days were very shaky. I just need 10 of y'all to witness to me that in this world. See, if you keep trying to make salvation unattainable, then nobody's going to want it and stop adding stuff on it that don't need to be added on it. It is by his grace and his love. We love him because he first loved us in our mess. God don't love you no more now than he did while you was in the club, while you was drinking Henny, while you were smoking the blunt. God loves you now the same way then. He says, he says, I need y'all to learn how to dwell together. Dwell together. Rub shoulders with somebody and say, let's dwell together. Dwell together. Dwell together. Dwell together. You dwell together. We don't have no unity if you, we ain't dwelling together. And dwelling together means I got to accept you how you are. On your good days and your bad days. When you come in here and don't feel like it. I'm leaving and going to another church. No, 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 darling. You're going to sit right here because you belong with us. Nope, you ain't going nowhere. I know some days, Bishop, get on your nerves. Lady B, B say some things that might have rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe the usher didn't seat you where you wanted to be seated. Maybe they didn't let you sing a little alto in the praise team and all that other kind of stuff then they sing your song this week and you done got mad and you talking about I'm staying home I ain't going I'm going back over to Mount, I'm Mount, Mount Bethel I'm going over there to Mount Ephraim I'm going over to the Rehoboth where they need my second alto on the third row no uh, no 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 what you need is somebody to say uh uh sit your behind down and sit here because what you need is not a position in the choir you need the truth you need somebody to hold your hand and remind you stop acting immature stop acting like a baby grow up and stay where God planted you look at somebody and say you ain't going nowhere y'all ain't said I need you to get colored and say it look at somebody and say you ain't going nowhere 
in unity, Dr. Ben, is to make each other grow up. Shout down your road, make me grow up, make me grow up. Don't let me get away with immaturity. Don't let me get away with disconnected. When you don't see me, call me and say, where you been? All right, now you done missed two Sundays. Where you been at? You ain't working. Walmart closed, so I know you ain't working. But that bitch been going through still saying, okay, no problem. Meet me at Starbucks. Meet me at Starbucks. Because Starbucks, turn Starbucks into church. Don't wait till Wednesday or Sunday. Where you at? Why you in here? You upset with somebody? Okay. Meet me at Starbucks. Come let us reach together, saith the Lord. But what are you missing because you're trying to disconnect. And that's the devil's idea to make us disconnect. So many people have a loss and need the house of God after this pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need that anymore. And some of y'all watching right now, I'm talking to you. Should have had your hind parts in church, but you done got offended by something. pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity and then God gives God start giving the mechanics the mechanics the mechanics of unity the first one is connect somebody shout connect that's brethren dwelling together connect with me I ain't got the coolies connect with me grab somebody say connect with me don't stay away from me Connect with my pain. Connect with my journey. Come see about me. Call me. Get in my business sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. Get in my business. Ask me what's wrong with me. And tell me I'm lying when I say, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Come on about that. Come on out of that. Tell me how you really are so we know how to pray. Stop faking this church stuff. Because let me tell you, it don't work. I'm blessed and highly favored. Okay, no, 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 no. But how are you? What have your decisions and choices gotten you in this week that we need to pray you out of? I didn't ask what your state was. I'm talking about your being. What did you do that got you stressed out this week? Don't come to me with that church slang. It don't work for me. Oh, Bishop, I'm blessed and highly favored. Okay, for real. No, see, no, see. You are here asking the wrong questions. And we just like, oh, praise the Lord. No, 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 no. Are you okay? What do we need to pray for with you today, this week? How's your marriage? How's your husband? How your kids? Connect. Touch somebody and say connect. The second one is flow. It is like the oil. The precious oil. That means it's distinct. It ain't like another one, ain't another one like it. Unity is a precious oil. Stephanie, is a, I know we got many anointings, but unity is a special oil that is upon the house. More than singing, more than preaching, unity is an oil that's so precious that it's hard to maintain. You can't manufacture it. You can't just make it up in a room. You got to be intentional. Everybody's connected. And once you get connected, it says it's like the oil, the precious oil that flows upon the head. Down to the beard. Even Aaron's beard. Down to his skirts, King James. But down to the collars of his garments. In other words, it's a kingly, a priestly kind of robe. That, 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 that there's a flow of anointing when unity starts happening in the house. When we are all in with each other. When we are connected to each other. In spite of what we're going through, this journey puts us in a place where we begin to receive the precious oil of God flowing from the head. From our pastor. And it doesn't stop flowing until it gets all over the congregation. Y'all not talking to me. But here it is, allegorically, metaphorically, he said, listen to what he says. Unity is not for immature people. How do you know that? Point that out in the text. Because Bishop, I don't see it in the text. It's right there. He says, down from Aaron's beard. Now come closer, y'all. Men don't get beard until they get mature. They got quiet now. 
Hello, little boys don't have beards. Talk back to me, y'all. The fact that Aaron has a beard says he's grown up some. He's matured. Glory to God. That, that he's got leadership. Leadership is the beard of the head of Aaron. And it doesn't fall to the head to the skirts. It's the head, the beard, then the skirts. That means everybody in leadership, you can't be tripping. Now I, got, now I know why I got quiet because none of y'all want to say amen. But see, I'd fake an amen so you won't feel like I'm talking about you. But here it is that what messes up the church is not the pastor. Sometimes it's who we put in leadership. They're not accountable. They're not mature. You give your own opinion. You get sent on and you mess up the oil because it's flowing from the head. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but it ain't getting to the people. And we're trying to figure out why it ain't getting to the people because that beard. You too busy trying to shave the beard off. No. That's who maintains the flow. That's why the priest could not shave their beard. It was a sign of the oil flowing down to the people. That you can tell when a house is unified. The pastor says something, the leadership does it, and the folks follow. Come here, where, where, where my leaders at? Leaders, lift your hand. Let me see your hand. There you go, mother. Lift your hand. That, that, listen, uh, uh, nothing is too hard for the church. The thing that normally stops whatever activity in the church is the second tier leadership, is the beard leadership. Because God has already given the anointing to the leader. And then when he says something, he should tell y'all first and expect y'all to do it. Now, what, here's what the folk going to do. They're going to watch what the beard does. And if the beard ain't supporting the oil on the head, then the folks ain't going to get none. I got quiet in here. That, you all heard that we clap? I, somebody better clap up in here. It's the flow. Tell somebody, don't mess up our flow. Don't mess up our flow. We got things to build. We got places to go. We got property to acquire. We got a city to heal. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I said we got a city to heal. We got generations to educate. And we need to make sure our head and our, butt, our beard and our, and, and our skirts are right. See, here it is. If you understand the trichotomy of God, uh, uh, God, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, yeah? Spirit, soul, body, yeah? Head, beard, skirts. Y'all okay? Yeah. Huh? Perfecting the saints, edifying uh, uh, the, uh, the body and uh, for the work of Christ, edifying to the body of Christ. Working the, uh, perfecting the saints, working the ministry, edifying the body of Christ. God has all of these triplets to show you that I'm not messing up. I'm doing everything according to a pattern. And when things begin to flow, it shows us that we are moving according to the pattern of God. So it is connect. But this flow says, I'm connected in the right place. And then what you want, to, where you want to be, is where God connected you in the body. And God set those in the body as would please him. Look at somebody tell them you are where God wants you to be right now. I thought they, I think they ought to make me the head of the parking lot. Number one, who is fighting over the parking lot? That's the first thing. But number two... You might not be nice to people. People meet you, they get back in the car and go home. Somebody say, connect, flow. We always need to pray that our leader has a fresh flow. Every time he stands up, we need to make sure that the oil is flowing. Flow on our bishop, Lord. Flow on our head because this, that oil changes the standard of your life. Flow. The third one, and I'm landing this plane, is grow. It is like, another metaphor, it is like the dew of Hermon that falls on Mount Zion. Right? It's like the dew of Hermon. Now, watch this. In your Bible, 
if you've got a good one. Under Psalm 133, it should have this phrase saying, Song of Ascent. Ascent. A-S-C-E-N-T. Is that a subtitle under your Bible? Look at, don't look at me. Look at your Bible. So y'all won't say I'm messing it up. It, should, it, 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 what, it, it, it is there, right? Song of Ascent. Now watch this. That, that's what it says, right? So here's what this means. It means this, this, they couldn't always sing this one. They could always sing Psalm 133. This particular psalm was sung, if you knew anything, about the temple. Uh, the temple had 15 steps that went up. That, that, that every step that they part, uh, that they went up to worship in the temple, they sang a verse of Psalm 133. So they start on the ground. Oh, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the oil. Y'all miss this. Huh? That flowed from the beard. Even y'all see, and they got 15 steps to get up. And this is this particular phrase is part of one of the last steps. So this might be my verse, uh, 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 step number 12, 13. Where they said, it is like the dew on Mount Hermon. God help me. Because they're growing up. 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 But they're growing up. Okay. That, that, there was something that they could not have down there. That being up here, y'all, there are some things that God will not give you until you grow up. I want you to tell your neighbor there are certain things God won't do for us until we grow up. Now, y'all got to see this. They tell my, oh, this is the elevation text. It says like the dew on Mount Hermon. Mount Hermon is one of the highest mountains. In that geographical territory. Come on, take a journey with me. Get your mind. Right? So Mount Hermon towers all of the other mountains. And on top of Mount Hermon, there was dew. There was dew. My, the, the, the range and the height of Mount, uh, Mount Hermon was so high that the dew would fall on my, the early breaking of the day. It was the early nourishment for the ground. It was the sign that God is about to make things grow. Now watch this. It says, the dew of Hermon rains on Mount Zion. Push pause. Come back. Rewind. Let's do it again. I said, the dew of Hermon rains on Mount Zion. Okay. Did y'all get this? Okay, y'all, come on. Come on. I'm a nerd. Be nerdy with me. Come on. Look at somebody and say, be a nerd with him. Be a nerd with him. Listen, that the dew of Hermon is so strong. That by the time it gets on Mount Zion, it feels like rain. In other words, in other words, God says, when you get to this place in unity, I'm allowed to do from the high place to rain on Mount Zion. And I need you to look at somebody and say, we are Mount Zion. Okay, okay, let's try it again. Find somebody on the other side and say, neighbor, we are Mount Zion. In other words, God says, when you get to this place, expect the rain. Lord have mercy. I'm going to let what's up here rain down on you. Lord have mercy. It will not be just a gentle dropping. It's going to feel like rain from another dimension. Would you tell somebody, neighbor, neighbor, we are Mount Zion. Y'all ain't ready yet. Find you somebody that got a little hot sauce on their voice and say, neighbor. I'm glad you didn't leave me. I'm glad you didn't disconnect from us because you helped us make up Mount Zion. Tell your neighbor, we are Mount Zion. Yeah, we are. We are Mount Zion. We, we are Mount Zion. We are the mountain that's waiting for the dew to come from the hill, the mountain of God. As a matter of fact, when you do a topographical
Bible study. The Bible says that Mount Zion is a hill. Lord have mercy. Oh, glory to God. In other words, when in comparison to Hermon, that Mount Zion is a hill. And that when Hermon begins to do, it, the folks in Zion said, well, it's raining there. It's raining in the clouds. No, it ain't. You ain't getting nothing but the dew of Hermon. And that dew symbolizes the approval of God. That dew symbolizes that God is about to make an abundant harvest in Mount Zion. That God is about to do something different in Mount Zion. Can you help me? Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, we are Mount Zion. Okay, find you somebody that got some energy, man. It's anniversary time. Look at somebody and say, we are Mount Zion. And God is about to reign on us. We are Mount Zion. And God is about to heal us. We are Mount Zion. And God is about to deliver us. We are Mount Zion. And supernatural wealth is about to come upon us. We are Mount Zion. Tell somebody, we are Mount Zion that when we pray God's going to turn things around why? because we are Mount Zion I know our name is the winning church and I know we came from CFC but in the spirit we are Mount Zion find you one more person and shake their hand like you're good in country and say neighbor as long as we stay together we are Mount Zion and God is getting ready to rain and God God is getting ready to pour out and God is getting ready to send a revival. Why don't you do this over your neighbor and say rain, rain Lord, rain on the circumstance, rain on the situation, rain, rain down blessings, rain down miracles. I heard Bishop say, do you expect a miracle? And I said, Lord, shut him up. Get him out of my message because what God is saying is that what's coming down upon Zion ain't nothing but miracles, signs and wonders lean on somebody like you're trying to hold them up and say neighbor get ready for rain to come in your life your dry days are over I wish I could grab one of y'all your dry days are over now we are Mount Zion tell somebody and as long as we stay together God's going to continue to rain somebody open your mouth like you the preacher of the hour and say rain rain on us Lord rain rain down miracles rain rain down wonders rain rain down is there anybody here that needs God to rain yes Lord but the only way that God can rain is we got to stay connected get somebody close to you hug them like you love them yes Lord love them like you ain't never been hurt come on and talk to your neighbor and say neighbor the only way that we can do this is you got to be connected to me and I got to stay connected to you look at me and say I can't do this without you y'all ain't happy about it tell your neighbor I can't do this without you I cannot do I cannot see the blessing of the Lord except we be connected I can't do it without you come here bro I can't do it that's how I need y'all to grab him and say I need you to stay with me on my journey I need you to hold me up and I'm going to hold you up because when God sees we holding each other up he'll rain down on us yeah rain down blessings rain down miracles rain down revival rain down refreshing rain down revelation rain lift your hands and say rain rain Rain, Lord, we need a refreshing. Is there anybody, anybody here that can say, I need the rain in my life? Open your mouth and say, Rain, rain, rain. 
I gotta get out. I wish I had my Thursday voice for this Sunday. He said, it's like the rain. We're gonna shout now. Oh no, no, we get ready to shout right now. Because if you look at the last clause in this text, it says, There God commanded the blessing. There where? There where? Unity. Huh? There. <laughs> Mount Zion. Yeah. There. This is why, Lord, I wish I, I'll come back to that because I don't want to mess your, your praise up. But here it is. God says, here is the blessing I command. Y'all ready? Life forevermore. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, so if you were thinking about dying, you can't die in unity. You can't die in Zion. Because God commanded life. Lord, I wish y'all would lay your hands on somebody and say, live. 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 Life. 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 Forevermore. Life. Forevermore. In other words, it should feel like heaven in this room. It should feel like how it feels when we get caught up. It should feel like when we're in his presence forever. Tell somebody, neighbor, I will not die, but I shall live to declare the works of the Lord in the land of the living. Cancer got to back up. Diabetes got to back up. Rheumatoid arthritis got to back up. Lupus got to back up. I don't care what the diagnosis is. The Lord commanded you to live. Y'all ain't preaching to each other. Say, neighbor, I command you to live. Thank God for your car, but live. Thank God for your millions, but live. Thank God for your house, but live. Thank God for your job, but live. 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 Walk around this room. Tell somebody. Live. 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 I don't care how old you are. Say that weight upon the Lord. Showering you their strength. They shall mount up on wings as an eagle. They shall run, not be away. They shall walk and not faint. I command you to live, live, live. We shall believe the Lord's report. Live, live. I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Live. Live, live, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Live, and every tongue that rises up against you, thou shalt condemn. Live, live, for greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. Live, 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 live. Look down the road and say, thank you for helping me live. Thank you for helping me live. I'm glad I came to church today. I'm glad I didn't stay home today. Thank you, neighbor. Y'all don't know how to preach it here, huh? Thank you, neighbor. Thank you, neighbor. Thank you for helping me live. One more time, say live.
Somebody say you gonna live through it. You gonna live if I got anything to do with it. You gonna live if I got anything to do with it. You gonna live if I got anything. You better keep me in your life. You better keep me in your life. Oh! Oh! You better keep me in your life. You gonna live, live, live. One more time. Pass it around your own and say, Live, live, live. neighbor rub it on your brother and sister and say live that's the commanded blessing we ain't got a choice God commanded to be so God commands it 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 to be so I need a praising church. I need a shouting church. Live, live, live. Live, live, live. I told Mashia. Live. Ramanda Bahoshia. Live, live, live. 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 neighbor I don't know what's going on but God says live I don't know what's happening I don't know what's happening whatever the devil is trying to do we command you to turn it loose and we say live we got to turn the corner, y'all. Look at somebody and say, Live! Live, live, live! Live, live, live! Live, 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 live. Not because I say, because God has commanded it. God says we live in unity. We live as Mount Zion. Live, live, live. Oh. One more time, all down your road. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to live. You got to live. Come on. Tell them you got to live. Y'all ain't talking to nobody. Tell them you got to live. Come on, be bold about it. Say, you will not die on us. You will not die. There's life in this house. There's life in this unified house. 
There's life in this unity. That's what God sent me to tell y'all, that there's life at the winning church. As long as you stay unified, God says live. Even before you showed me what the message was being all in, God has spoken to me about there's got to be unity in the winning church. That, that God says uh, that there's some of age that right now you wouldn't be mad if I took him. But there's so much work to do that when the unity comes together in the house, even the 80s and the 90s will start being 100 because they got to live. There's some things that God has promised some of y'all. Like Simeon and Anna, you can't die till you see what God is about to do. I need you to tell somebody, say, I refuse to die until I see what God is about to do. And when the enemy tried to afflict your body, the devil's like, I got it now. I got it now. We got it now. But the saints unified. Y'all ain't talking to me. The saints came together and prayed around the clock. And what you didn't know is that God says, now I see it. She got to live. Because unity says she got to live. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. You don't know who you're preserving when y'all unified. Tell your neighbor, you got to live. You got to live. Devil is a liar. I need you to grab a dance partner by the hand because I think we need to put, we need to let our feet testify just a minute. We need to let our feet testify just a minute. Y'all going to start a click track so they can get the beat. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I need, I need y'all to get it there because look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, I plan to live and you plan to live and we can't do it without each other. So let's praise him for life. Let's praise him for life. Let's praise him for unity. Somebody go to praising God right now. Come on, musicians. Oh, glory to God.